0: I
1: think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. always said i be the chosen one.
2: I don't believe this Federal Reserve is gonna go down in history. As the Federal Reserve that let inflation beat them. I don't. I I think Chairman Powell is serious as four heart attacks and a stroke. And if he's got to raise those rates to 10.6 percent, he denies he might have to go that high. But history's not in his favor. He's going to do it. And that's going to hurt millions of Americans. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy, Republican, talking about the Federal Reserve Chair and his predictions, as Senator Kennedy said in his own style, he's as serious as four heart attacks at a stroke. You might see a 10.6% interest rate the way things are going. Thanks for joining us for today's Daily Report. This is March 10, 2023. So Biden released his $6.8 trillion budget. And when he released that, that also sets off fear about more inflation is coming, so we're going to have to lose jobs, we're going to have to raise the rate, and it will cost Americans money. But as Biden spoke, everything's just calm. My budget reflects what we can do to lift the burden on hard-working Americans. And there's more than one way to do that. And that would bring us to down to everyday cost. how much do things cost? It's not just whether inflation, we brought down inflation seven months in a row. We're going to whip it. But in the meantime, there's other ways to take what is inflation in your budget. Well, again, according to the Federal Reserve chair, we're still too hot. We're going to have to raise the interest rates. Will we hit 10.6%? Serious is for heart attacks. What is included in the Biden also project is project to make things so much better for you is 10.5 trillion dollars in interest over the next 10 years and senator i should say congressman mccarthy of the house house speaker says something else is going on you're not paying attention to
1: for the first time in a 10-year window by the Congressional Budget Office, all three trust funds go insolvent: the, the Highway Trust Fund, Medicare, and Social Security. And he has no answer. And why is it going insolvent? Because they rated it when they did Obamacare. They rated it when they passed their last big all-Democrat bill, their American Rescue. They continue to, to have the worst policies for this country. It's to take more and make government. Bigger.
2: And House Speaker McCarthy says Republicans obviously aren't going to buy this, and he doesn't think the Democrats are. Now, the Republicans still have not come up with a budget. So Biden's pointing out, look, I've done my work. Where's your work? Let's put our papers together, go line by line and make some decisions. But again, many Democrats are not going to accept what's been put in front of them by Joe Biden. Yes, it has Green Deal money in there. It's moving money here, there. A little shell game, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little seltzer in the pants. That's where you're going to end up. Bottom line is, there's going to be a lot of battles still to be waged before we get to any budget bill. Now, here's something else that's going on in the House. Today, the House, by a unanimous vote, by unanimous vote, passed a bill requiring the Director of National Intel to declassify existing intelligence on the origins of COVID. This was unanimous. That means Democrats say we want some answers, too. It went right to President Biden's desk. What's he going to do? Well, we do know this. Senator Blackburn of Tennessee says it may expose that Dr. Fake has been faking.
0: There was a narrative that they had created that Dr. Fauci had created. He was going to pull together enough information that would support his narrative and was going to prohibit and thwart any effort to look into the Wuhan lab. They had to basically say, okay, let's take the lab out of this equation. Let's not allow a a look at this. And this is, Cheryl, even though our diplomatic scientists, had been telling us there were issues with this lab. Even though Eco Health Alliance was helping finance this, and they were basically the ones who were funneling the money from NIAID, Dr. Fauci's organization, to the lab and participating in this gain-of-function research. I think the more we learn, the more we see Dr. Fauci, is someone who thought, oh, my goodness, this may be going south on me. Let's see how we can develop a a cover-up.
2: And that's what they've been doing. By the way, Fauci was appearing with Neil Cavuto, and as reported by Red State, as you know, Susie Moore is managing editor of Red State. She did not write this particular article, but it points out that Fauci was fighting back against Dr. Redfield when he says that it should... Be recognized this was gain of function and that I was not included in some of the talks. Dr. Fauci said he is totally unequivocally incorrect in what he's saying that I excluded him. And the writer for Red State said, right, you had a conference call that included 11 top scientists from five time zones and you couldn't include Dr. Redfield, former CDC director. Hey, there's some emails, 2014 emails, Surfacing from the White House of Obama's time about the Biden family influence peddling.
1: Those, seeing those types of things show the American people the, the, the extent of the influence peddling that was going on by the Biden family during the Obama administration. They show the concerns of some of the officials in the Obama administration about the optics of this entire situation. And lastly, Again, the combination of all of these things erodes the trust of the American people. They see institutions like this. They see the White House. They see the Vice President of the United States and his family getting personally, uh, financially benefited from these types of arrangements, and it erodes their trust. So we're trying to, we, and we will, continue to expose these types of documents try to hold these officials accountable in any way that we can. These documents are only out there because we sued and we obtained them. They're just the tip of the iceberg.
2: That is Gene Hamilton, VP of American First Legal. Yeah, the tip of the iceberg. I want the whole iceberg. We got lots to cover still coming up. The Chinese stealing information on our Raptor 22, our fastest, best fighter jet. They have a duplicate. Ah, where do you think they got that information? We'll get into that story. And then here's a story I'm going to have to maintain all my ability to keep my composure. A drag queen is saying, we are the marines of the queer movement. I beg your pardon. Lock and load. Ready on the right. I want to share something special with you. I've told you how Wellington Environmental works to keep hospitals, schools, businesses safe for their patients, students, clients, employees. Wellington can do the same for you. Perfect example. A relative went to the basement, almost knocked over by the smell. A sewer line had broken. I called a Wellington. A crew was dispatched. First thing, make the home safe. Then clean up the mess. Truly clean it up. Now I'm telling you this because I want the best for you. Wellington Environmental, here's the number, 314-644-4930, 644-4930. AAA rating with the Better Business Bureau, 644-4930. Wellington Environmental, your world, cleaner, better, safer. Be well with Wellington.
0: You can text Larry right now at Larry Connors USA Facebook. Larry Connors
2: USA Facebook.
1: is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA.
2: Welcome back, and I thank you for your uh, patience and acceptance as I'm battling through the last of this cough. Hopefully by next week it'll be totally gone. I can barely hear myself. I'm glad you can hear me. So if I say something I didn't mean to, I hear it in my head, and I hope you don't. But anyway, <laughs> we were talking about how the Chinese government has been stealing U.S. technology. Now, of course, this China spy balloon that went across our nation was one way. Everybody could see the darn balloon. Everybody could see it. And I remind you, our 11th Air Force, based around Alaska, spotted it miles away from our our border. By that, I mean our 12-mile extension over into the ocean. More than adequate time to shoot it down. NORAD was notified. In the beginning, we were believing that maybe it, 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 we just did not see it, what was going on. We saw it. We were ready to shoot it down. The Pentagon said no. So then it gets over the Aleutian Islands. It's over Alaska. Then it's into Canada. Then it's coming down through Montana and down through Missouri and on to the Carolinas. And Biden said, well, I wanted to shoot it down, but they didn't want me to shoot it down because it might have a debris field that might hurt people. That could have been. We do know that when they did shoot it down off the coast of the Carolinas, it, the debris field apparently covered something like seven miles. They did recover the payload, and supposedly they're analyzing it, and they tell us that they were blocking it from transmitting anything back to China while it was making its flight across our nation. That's what they tell us. I don't believe a lot of what they tell us lately. I don't know about you. But we do know this. The Chinese now have a J-20 stealth fighter, and an acting Undersecretary of Defense said, What we know is that because of the espionage efforts, China's J-20 is more advanced than it otherwise would be, and that's very important. It is their answer to America's F-22 Raptor. That is our hottest fighter jet we've got at this point. He said there are some similarities between the two planes, leading to, quote, speculation that China's cyber warfare stole the data from the U.S. And an Air Force fact sheet for the F-22 says the aircraft leverages, advances its low observable technology to provide significantly improved survivability and and lethality against air-to-air and surface-to-air threats. In other words, More stealthy, harder to see, actually harder to hit. And China now apparently has the same capability. (coughs) I'm so sorry. Please bear with me. Through an amendment to the 1997-98 Department of Defense Appropriations Act, We effectively banned the export of the F-22 model, even to our close allies. We were not even going to do that, which I think is a good idea, because we did not want foreign adversaries from reverse engineering its capabilities, having that ability. But this Department of Defense official who was speaking to Fox News said that this kind of theft by the Chinese regime amounts to subsidy for the People's Liberation Army. It saves the Chinese time and money. In effect, we end up subsidizing a portion of their research and development budget because they are very good at stealing our secrets. And of course, ultimately, this puts our men and women at greater risk on the battlefield. There's a piece I have not had time to really spend on that appeared in the uh, New York Times Magazine. It's titled, The Daring Roost That Exposed China's Campaign to Steal American Secrets. And then it adds under the title, How the Downfall of One Intel Agent Revealed the Astonishing Depth of China's Industrial Espionage. The writer of this article says that in March 2017, an engineer at GE Aviation in Cincinnati, they're referring to using... Part of his given Chinese name, received a request on LinkedIn. Are you on LinkedIn? A lot of people are. This engineer, in his 40s, described in New York Times magazine, is tall, athletic, a boyish face, makes him look a decade younger, kind of like me. <laughs> don't, don't you dare. don't say that. A move to the. US. from China in 2003 for graduate studies in structural engineering. And after earning his PhD in 2007, he went to work for GE. First at the company's research facility for a few years, and then at GE Aviation. Then he got this LinkedIn request from Chen Feng, a school official at the Nanjing University of Aeronautics and Astronomics, uh, uh, Astronautics, I should say, in eastern China. Like most who use LinkedIn, this guy was accustomed to connecting with professionals on the site. He didn't know them personally, so the request didn't strike him as unusual. He said, I didn't even think much about it before I accepted it. Days later, he got an email inviting him to China to give a research presentation to that same agency. The source that the New York Times is quoting, the New York Times Magazine, is quoting in this, goes on to say that the guy said, When I did my Ph.D., I did initially want to be a professor in China or in the U.S., but because my studies were focused more on practical applications and pure research, a career in industry made more sense in going in as a professor. At GE Aviation, is part of the group that design containment cases for rotating fan blades of jet engines. That's a key point when it comes to what they've been able to capture and create their copy of the Raptor. He was part of a group that designed this. It was a use of carbon-based composites and fan blades and their casings instead of metal. That would mean lighter engines and a commercial advantage. He said, I felt honored to be asked to give a talk. He wasn't thinking ahead. He was thinking, hey, this guy just linked in to me, and I'm going to help out. This guy grew up in a poor village, only child from his generation to go to college, so he's already, you know, felt good about what he had accomplished. The invitation included a free trip to China to also see his friends and family while he was there, not just to go give the talk. So he arranged the travel to arrive in May so he could attend also a nephew's wedding about the same time and a college reunion. There was an issue, though. He knew that GE would deny permission to give the talk if asked, which he was supposed to. And he says, and it's quoted in the New York Times Magazine, Since GE is a high-tech company, it is difficult to get approval, even to present conferences in the U.S. Companies concerned about giving away proprietary information. Understandable. So he made it clear to the guy that was inviting him, he said, I'll be able to discuss only research on composite materials generally, I can't get into specifics of what I do and have done at GE Aviation. So he went back over the work he had done for his doctorate, gathered some information, downloaded a few GE training files on his laptop. These contained instructions from GE experts on using the composites. He thought, that'll save me time when I presented the presentation. After he landed in China, he took a high-speed train from Beijing to Nanjing, where then he was driven to a hotel on the university campus. The next morning went to a meeting, got a welcome gift, a loose tea, China tea, in a gift box. He said, I accept it as an honor. A few dozen students and faculty members attended the talk. They had several questions. <coughs> Pardon me. He said I remember one student asked specifically about the architecture of the material I was talking about. And I said, well, this is GE proprietary information. I'm just using this picture that you're seeing as an example. I cannot share details of what we're designing or using. After the presentation, he got an envelope filled with $3,500, U.S. dollars, reimbursement for his plane ticket, which he didn't, I guess he paid for in advance, although they told him would, got an additional honorarium. They went to dinner. That night, he took his train back. Next day, back to the U.S., once home, he realized he'd forgotten to delete his presentation from the computer at the university auditorium. It did include pictures with GE's logo. So I mailed one of the students and said, hey, can you delete that presentation? Didn't happen. Since that time, we had the Chinese spy balloon cross the the nation. And after that balloon flight, very public display of China's intel gathering effort, I've told you recently that they have also. This news just coming out over the last few weeks that for the general public, all of our big shipping ports, those large cranes which lift cargo off ships when they come to port, railroad cars, and other items, and also load them. 80% of the cranes we have at U.S. shipping ports are designed and made by a Chinese company. And we're realizing now, why we didn't earlier, I guess we just kind of walking around with our eyes closed. They are capable of gathering intel about what's in the cargo. And there apparently is also a way that China at any point could shut down those cranes where they could not load any cargo ships, nor unload. In other words, you're driving down the road with your car, and they push a button, they have control of your car, it just shuts down, it stops. Now, we know those devices exist because they're used sometimes to stop thieves from hijacking a car once they get control of it. You call, they shut down the car, it comes to a stop. So imagine China being able to get Details of every piece of cargo that comes in, to, or out of the U.S., even if it's military cargo. And here we have this professor, <coughs> I should say this uh, GE employee, he thought he was doing a good thing and just trying to be nice. The Assistant Secretary of the U.S. Department of Defense said, look, spying is okay, we spy, you spy, everybody spies, but for political and military purposes, national security. What we object to is economic espionage. And a senior colonel with the communist said, we don't draw a line between national security and economic espionage the way you do. For them, everything is fair game. And that is apparently part of the story about how the Chinese now have the J-33, or the J-20, I should say, the J-20, which is pretty much a copy of our Raptor. Those fan blades, those carbon fan blades to make it lighter and go faster. A key component of that fighter. Now we know how they got it. Possibly or at least one source they got it. Got an update on those folks who were shot at and killed. Two of them down in Mexico. Ackerman Toyota wishing you a great 2023. But... Jay Ackerman knows that times are tough for some. So Jay has a mission to help charities that truly make a difference. Food banks, veterans groups, charities battling cancer, head injuries. Jay wants to give back to the community. So I personally ask you to consider his mission when you're shopping for a car. AckermanToyota.com. Ackerman Toyota at Hampton and Interstate 44. Ackerman Toyota. For life. This time of year, heavy rains, high winds, they can hit, and if you have any loose shingles, even the smallest hole in your roof, you're taking a major gamble with your biggest investment. I can tell you from personal experience, do not wait until you have water where it shouldn't be. Don't forget that John Beale has disaster crews, which can at least cover your roof until the damage can be fully repaired. Homeowner, business owner, call John Beale. 1-800-NEW-ROOF. 1-800-NEW-ROOF. This is Larry Connors, USA. Larry Connors.
1: USA.
2: This is some of the biggest news you're going to hear for a while. We now have the largest bank failure since the Great Recession. Silicon Valley Bank, closed by regulators. They took control of the bank's deposits. That's according to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC. Of course, when you put your money into an FDIC bank, you're insured up to a certain amount. And they're saying that all insured depositors will have full access to their deposits no later than Monday morning, March 13. And they'll pay the uninsured depositors an advance dividend within the next week. Silicon Valley Bank, 17 branches in California and Massachusetts. The main office in all branches of Silicon Valley will apparently reopen on Monday. But at this point, not going to be in control under the board of the Silicon Bank board. Now, this raises a lot of questions. We're doing so well economic-wise. At least those are the numbers we're being peddled and put in front of us. And now we have a major bank failure. As of December 31, 2022, Silicon Valley Bank had approximately $209 billion in total assets, $175 billion in total deposits. And at the time of the closing... Once the FDIC stepped in, declared a failure of the bank, the amount of uninsured deposits is not yet known. So there are going to be some folks that might not get all their money back. That's kind of a frightening situation, is it not? Is it the first domino to fall as we continue to hear we're doing great and yet at the same time you know better. You know what you're paying at the store. You know how much things are costing. And, of course, the interest rates keep going up. And, of course, now we're hearing calls already. Oh, give them a bailout. Let's bail them out. Let's give them some money. Pretend like they were students who went to school and they can't afford their student loan. Give them the money. Make it all up, you know. Let's do that. Yeah, right. Who's going to pay for that? That would be you. Oh, I know. It's going through a federal agency, but it's you. Who do you think supports the federal agency? You and your tax dollars. Now, you couple this with Biden's new budget, budget-busting plan, $6.8 trillion, $10 trillion in interest to be paid. Do you not see some kind of disconnect? Yes, Larry, we do. Thank you for asking the question. My pleasure. And here's something else. We've been asking repeatedly, where is all the money going that we send Ukraine? And the weapons, where is all that going? Who's accounting for it? Republican lawmakers have been demanding some answers. You're not hearing a lot from the Democrats. I wonder why. But Republican lawmakers say we want to know where the money's going, where the equipment's going. Those are legitimate questions. Now comes word that some of the weapons that we provided Ukraine – have now been captured by Russian forces and sent to Iran for possible reverse engineering. The Javelin anti-tank, Stinger anti-aircraft missiles that Ukraine was begging us, send us more, send us more. Reportedly, they were captured on the battlefield. That's the storyline, and they're sticking to it at this point. It could be that it never, never got to Ukraine, went right to Russia or right to Iran. We have all of these weapons and all of this money being spent, and we're pressing for some answers. And when asked directly, have any of our weapons fallen into the wrong hands, the Pentagon's top official last stated, we're not seeing any evidence of significant diversion of weapons sent to Ukraine. (laughs) You always have to add... When they say something like that, we're not seeing any evidence. You need to add two words. So far. So far. So we need to find out what's happened to that. We need to find out what happened to the Silicon Bank Valley. And we've got more questions. There's an investigation of one of many underway in Congress. Republicans pushing for answers on everything from the origins of covid and passing legislation unanimously today in the House to tell President Biden we want all of the information about the COVID origin that you have, everything. We want it all declassified. And even Democrats are joining in. As I said, it's unanimous because who wants to be against finding out what happened? Unless you're Dr. Fake. And then, of course, looking at the Hunter Biden ties to every corruption that he might be involved in. And that would include daddy. And then, of course, we also have various other pieces of legislation, I mean, uh, questions about weaponizing our government. And here is one of them. The Judiciary Committee hearings today. And Congressman Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, slamming collusion, as he says, between the federal government and Twitter to censor American citizens at a Judiciary Committee. And he said in a tweet, he said, this is by far the most serious thing I've ever looked at. It is certainly the most grave story I've ever worked on. That's a response to one of his questions he had got today. And another one said, I never thought in this country that freedom of speech would be threatened in this way. Talking again about how the government has been weaponized by those who want to destroy your freedoms and this country while at the same time over here, standing on a soapbox, yelling through a bull arm, we're for freedom and protection of our Constitution. I've told you they only use the C word when it fits their narrative. Bit, uh, Democrats are bitterly opposing this kind of investigation in the House because Republicans are in the majority, and there's no way for them to stop them. Democrat members of Congress, intel agencies, the FBI, and other social media companies, according to Congressman Johnson, conspired to censor American speech. And he said, if the alarm bells are not going off, you're not paying attention. Well, we have been paying attention. I know many of you have. But maybe you just still don't realize how pervasive this has been. Congressman Johnson points out Twitter was basically an FBI subsidiary before Elon Musk took it over. That's pretty damning. He said Twitter was engaged in an open information sharing with the intel community, and now we know that there were many intel agencies apparently involved in this as well. The FBI pressuring Twitter to act on election-related tweets leading up to the 2022 elections, and Twitter dutifully censored content. This underscores what I've been telling you for some time. You can argue and talk about stolen votes, votes not counted, votes harvested that were from dead people, and that the elections went upside down because of those kinds of votes. And I've told you from the very beginning, before a single vote was cast, When the FBI started telling Big Tech and the other state-controlled media, be aware there may be another Russian collusion story coming this election cycle, when there never was one. But they were making that claim, so when the Hunter Laptop Biden story broke, they were thinking it's Russian collusion, we're not going to report on it. And they didn't. So the FBI tipped the scales in favor of Joe Biden before a single vote was cast.
0: You are listening to Larry
2: Connors, USA. So put this on your calendar. May the 1st, Napoli Sea will open on the streets of St. Charles, right next door to Napoli 3. Napoli Sea will have the finest seafood, lobster, crab, caviar. May 1st, Napoli Sea opens on the streets of St. Charles, right next door to Napoli 3, which is also open for lunch and on Sundays. You can find me at Cafe Napoli. In Clayton, Town and Country, Streets of St. Charles, and then May 1st, Napoli, C. This is Larry Connors, USA. Larry
1: Connors, USA.
2: I am going to try my best to stay within the confines of FCC rules and this station in my own internal controls. And I might break free, so bear with me here. You know who Rob Poole is? RuPaul, I should say. I mispronounced it. And I'm glad I did. RuPaul. Consider the queen of all drag queens. I've asked previously, what is the purpose of having drag queens performing in front of elementary kids? The answer is none. If you, as an adult, want to go to a drag queen show, so be it. If you want to participate in one any other way, so be it, as an adult. But here's where I'm about to lose it. Those of you watching Rumble right now, you see what I'm wearing? You see this? This fits into the story I'm getting ready to read here. RuPaul continued saying that we know bullies are incompetent at solving real issues. They're looking for an easy target, so they're picking on us. They think our love, our light, our laughter, our joy are signs of weakness, but they're wrong because that's our strength. And here's where this comes into play. Drag queens are the marines of the queer movement. No, you're not allowed to use that word, in my opinion, period. You're not the Marines. RuPaul continued, don't get it twisted, don't be distracted. Register to vote so we can get these stunt queens out of office and put smart people, real solutions into government. What does RuPaul suggest to improve the government? More drag shows for junior high or even elementary children or younger and, of course, we have Tennessee Governor Bill Lee recently signing into legislation banning sex change operations, others doing that. What is RuPaul doing about that? He's all in favor or what? I don't really care. Do remember our pledge. One nation under
0: God.